Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Burgundy Gold Knuckleheads Podcast. As always, through thick and thin, my main man Reggie right over there. What's going on, Reg? What up, Ken? Man, just trying to trying to limp our way through the through the last part of the season here. Um well, hold on, hold on before we do this. Yeah. Let's let's wish everybody a happy new year. All right. Happy New Year. So, absolutely. Happy New Year. So if you're listening to us, whether it's on YouTube or you listen to us on your streaming service, that means you survive. And I know you might chuckle and go, well, of course we survive. And a lot of people didn't survive New Year's. That's right. Right. There's some people who lost their lives, you know, and I'm trying to be morbid here, but there's no guarantee that you're going to make it. So the fact that you're listening to us on this day, congratulations for making it to 2024. And I hope you had a awesome and wonderful new year so happy new year to you yeah absolutely we hope we everybody personally as well as our team has a prosperous uh prosperous year coming up here yeah, um absolutely, absolutely. but, but uh, on to the business so, well, well, did, did uh were you big balling it um on uh on new year's reg <laughs> <laughs> were you I mean, where, 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 where did you fly? Were, were you in uh, London? Were you in Rio? Where were you New Year's Eve? Man, you know, I was hoping 2024 would be different. But silly me. <laughs> silly me for thinking 2024 would be different with all this foolishness. Well, I, I mean, you know, when, when, when Reggie plans a trip, you hear this. When Knucklehead Ken plans a trip, you hear this. You know, it's just loose change. <laughs> you know, oh I, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking through the couch cushions, trying to <laughs> trying to find money just to get a, just to get a bottle. You know, to get right. just a bottle to to drown my sorrows away for the weekend. Uh, well, this is what we're doing, huh? <laughs> this, we're gonna start the the new year off. <laughs> I hey, I didn't know. I didn't know. But I'm with you now. I'm gonna roll with you. <laughs> It is it. it. We are there. We are there, my man. <laughs> and 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 y'all, that's one of my favorite sounds. Give it to me again, Ken. <laughs> uh, yeah. Even even Kawhi think you're a funny guy, man. So. Oh man, but you know, you know, if we kind of transition here to football, we got to find something to laugh about. Right. Got to laugh to keep from crying, man. Because uh, you know Washington is on a, I believe it's a seven-game slide currently. Um, most of us are are rooting for an eight-game slide. Uh, we wanted to stop there, no more than eight. Uh, but but stopping stop at eight, um, based on you know, and and this is based coming off of the 40, 49ers loss last weekend of twenty-seven to ten. Um, I thought it was going to be worse, Reg. I thought I it, score-wise. But I know we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on the 49ers here, but I just did want to give a couple stats. Um, well, I, I will say, let me back up real quick before I go to the stats. At halftime, it was 13 to 10. Yeah, at we were hanging in there. At, 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 at halftime, did you think there was any chance Washington was going to win that game? Well, I'll tell you, you know, my confidence number to win the game, as you recall, was zero. Correct. But when we were hanging in there at halftime, I, I made the comment. I said, 
we're going to F around and win this game. <laughs> and I was concerned. I right, was like, right. the 49ers are letting us hang around just a little bit too, too, too much. Right. And I was going to obviously wait and see what happened in the third quarter. And then we come out in the second half and, you know, we did what Washington do. And the 49ers made some adjustments and took off. And I never had to worry about changing my confidence number. But uh, yeah, I was yeah. I was concerned at halftime, like, did Sam really, you know, that the two benchings that he got, did it really change some things? And all of a sudden he's going to come out here and and do an upset of the 49ers? Because like, we were sticking around close enough to where a play here and there, man, it might have been a different game, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think if you just look at the score, yes. But how everything was, was being played, um, I, I never saw – I didn't see it, right? 13 to 10, I was like, ooh – I was happy that we were making it interesting. Never did I think that we were going to possibly pull off an, an upset on here. Um, at the end of the day, I, I mentioned the score of 27 to 10. Uh, the 49ers, when you look at their stat sheet, you almost look at it and go, well, how did we just lose 27 to 10? Uh, they rushed 39 times for 184 yards, um, passing the ball. 22 of 28. Uh, I don't have my calculator out there, but that's that's over 75%, probably 77%, 78% completion percentage. Uh, 230 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, time of possession, almost two to one. 38 minutes to 21 minutes, um, plus the seconds in there. But 38 to 38 minutes to 22 seconds of, of ball control. Uh, in that game. Um, and that's why, I, I, again, they weren't, they, they came up short a couple times uh, uh, of scoring, but it looked like they were in control of the ball. They were moving the ball. They were doing things that they needed to do. And and I was never really, really concerned about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I was palms were sweaty or anything. It was right, just, right, right. you know, when you get a game that close, like that a player two can make a difference and you know you you get a team like washington who obviously seems to have no hope and then all of a sudden they're hanging in there and your confidence builds right. so that's why they say you don't let teams hang around i mean you just never know right the, sure, the old sure. mantra any given sunday and so the fact that we were kind of hanging around in there you know here i'm here i'm going in 49ers to win this game i'm like look this is close but it's a little too close <laughs> <laughs> and uh and you know it, all you know let's just say all of a sudden someone gets injured right you know what happens if, if Caff, uh christian mccaffrey gets injured in the second quarter they play the second half and all of a sudden now they're not as effective running the ball i mean right. anything can happen and right. it's just kind of one of those things Tip all like, pick six you know change, changes the game yeah yeah change yeah. change the game and it was just one of those things it was like okay this would be the Washington thing to do. Everyone thinks they're gonna get blown out against the 49ers coming off the of, and the 49ers coming off a loss to Baltimore. And Washington wins the game. A game they're not expected to win and they shouldn't right. win. And they come out here and upset, you know, 17-13 kind of ugly game. Right. And but again, you know, by the halfway through the third quarter or whatever, I don't remember what it was, but then the game kind of they started pulling away and right. Washington, we were already shorthanded um, throughout 
many positions within the game. And then so the guys that were back backups that were playing, few guys got hurt. And now, I mean, it was just, I mean, pulling guys that was from the practice squad and special teams. And it was just, you know, just, just a war of attrition. And it was just, we just couldn't, couldn't maintain. And they just pulled away. Sure. Sure. Um, but you know, as, as we were tracking all that, um, and, and over the last week or two, uh, Washington, at the end of the game, you, you lose the game. Uh, we were sitting, I think, right before the game, or I know there was some some Saturday games, but before the week started, I think we were sitting at number four in the draft. By the time it was game time, we were number three because of uh, strengths of schedule, wins and, and losses. And, and I said this was a, you know, from Washington playing, but everything around you, it was a horribly good week. Because as soon as our game was over, they flip over to the Cardinals versus um, Eagles. Eagles Eagles game. Kyler Murray and and team pulls out a win. So <laughs> within a couple of days, we go from number four to number two. And and ladies and gentlemen, you know. You weren't there, but I called up Reggie and I told him we were at number two, and, and I recorded it. Here's what he said: "What the hell? Oh my God! No way! Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, he, he, felt, he felt like a lot of he felt like a lot of us out there. What? You know, <laughs> what the hell was that? See, there you go. Go ahead and, go ahead and sing it." Oh my God! He he was in total shock, like the rest of us, that we had moved from the number four pick all the way up to number two, and uh, this you show know, has it, literally. And and now we're hanging on, and we're and we're and we're, we're looking at the draft boards, looking at strength of schedule to see where we will end in the draft. Hold on, man! We're not just going to glaze over this mess <laughs> throughout here. You, this show has come off the rails. <laughs> This show has come off the rails just like our season. What are you talking about? That? What are you talking about? What the hell was that? Where did you get that from? I, I just recorded it when I called you up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not. I'm, I'm going to move on. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope that's the last time I hear that. <laughs> well, if I hit you with some more shocking news, I never know what you're going to say, Reg. I never know what you're going to say, but ladies and gentlemen, I'm always recording. I'm recording at all oh. times, just just in case I could get a sound bite like that. Well, uh, I don't know who the hell that was, but that was not me. But <laughs> but listen, we'll, we'll we'll get to the number two pick thing here in a second. But one thing that I want to point out is everyone talked about return of Chase Young. Yep, <laughs> and he was, he was. <laughs> He was non-existent, man. I think the dude had like one Did pressure he, or or one something. He he had no tack, no sacks, no. I mean, the dude was look, look, non-existent. Look. I I'm, I want to go ahead and say it because he's not in burgundy and gold anymore, right? If I didn't, if Goldilocks didn't have his dreads hanging out, I would have never known he was in the game. I, 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 I saw I saw his Goldilocks a few times hanging out of the back of his helmet, and outside of that, he, he was he was non-impactful. Uh, other than we're going to get a compensatory third-round pick for him, so he was 
none, not only was he non-existent, non-impactful, he was non-existent. Chase Young was almost, I mean, I think he had zeros almost across the board in his yeah, stat line. Yeah. So, so for all those that were thinking he was going to come back and wreck us, and well, nah, I he, mean, was non, he was a non, and, and that was and that was against our uh, incredibly good offensive line. No, we have backups. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm being sarcastic when I say that. Uh, yeah. You know, he couldn't even beat our, our backups. Line been, our, our, our line at best this year wasn't very good, right? At, at our, our best game, we were average at best. Um, and he still couldn't do anything, was not impactful. Uh, I will say, if you if you watched uh, our, our other uh, Redskin commander, Trent Green, man, we we, we miss him. <laughs> man, he was... What I, what I say? What I say, Trent? What I just say? I don't even know what I said. Green. I said, Trent Green? Who the hell's Trent Green? Oh, that was our, uh, our old quarterback. Man, why the hell I say that? Jeez, man. I, I, I guess that one was on me. Oh, my God. The show man, is... oh, man. Oh, God. Folks, we're sorry. This is what yeah, New Year brings, everybody. That was the wrong answer right there. Uh, Trent Williams. Uh, he, oh, uh, but, but he he was pancaking people all day. Uh, yeah. If you just watched him. Man, we, we miss him. We don't miss Trent Green, but we do miss uh, Trent Williams. So We do. We do. So let me ask you this question real quick. Go ahead, man. Okay. You're the GM. Uh-oh. This, 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 this is what we've been waiting for, Reggie. You and I are co-GMs, but go ahead. Okay. But I need a yes or no answer from you. Can you do that? It's going to be a challenge. Can, can I, is it just a straight yes or no, or do I have to throw out an explanation to it? Because you like to give me some some crazy oh, ones, but go ahead, my man. I like to ask you yes or no questions. But all right, all right. Yes or no answer. Yes, go ahead. Based on everything that you know, just as of today. As of today. You're picking number two in the draft. This coming year. This coming year. Correct. In In April. Correct. Are you picking quarterback? Yes. You are. Yes. Okay. I'm and, and you say that. If, if I was if I was picking at number 10, um I my my I wouldn't answer so quickly. I'd have to think about it. I'd have I'd, I my my preference would be, you know, who's going to fall. Um as of right now, the two quarterbacks that will be there. Um, one of the two, who knows, maybe both of them doubtful, but, uh, one of the two, I would be happy with either one of them. I think both of them are an upgrade to Sam Howell. Um, the last three or four weeks has definitely made a lot of people, including myself. I'm a huge Sam Howell fan, man, man. I would have, I, I wanted him to work out. Um, the, again, the first five or six games, it looked like. You know, we we may have finally uh, gotten lucky on quarterback. Yeah, we we felt like the team was losing, but it was in spite of Sam, not not because of Sam. Right. So we felt like if we do some things around Sam, that we found a quarterback. And now I don't know that everybody feels the same. Right. But um, so you would go quarterback if you were picking in the number two, number three spot, based on everything we know at this at this very point. Um, so that was kind of my follow up to that is is how you felt about Sam. Now, yeah, but I, but I would like to add on to that. 
Um, and, and I mentioned it at the at the bar uh, during the game, before the game. You know, when, when I don't care what quarterback you have, let's just say we go and get uh, the kid out of USC or the kid out of North Carolina, both ranked one and two uh, from a quarterback perspective. You know, when we talk about those two quarterbacks being successful, now, now we're not talking about a fifth round pick, right? We're talking about a first round, what we would think is a stud if you're the first or second pick in the entire draft. What we what we would say that is required to make them successful was not given to Sam Howell. Correct. Sam Howell did not have an a a quality offensive line, and he didn't have a running game in place or really attempted to try those two things to take the pressure off of him. So, so what if you gave him those things? I don't know. Honestly, but, I don't but you, know. But you, but, right, and I understand. So what if you gave Sam those things, then why pick the quarterback at number two, right? Would that change to you? Because if you give Sam the line, because here's the thing. Many fans were, grew tired, if you will, of the mistakes that Sam made throughout the season. Right. Right? You draft a quarterback this year. You're going to go through many of those very similar growing pains. The only difference is one guy was a fifth-round pick, one guy's potentially the number two or number three pick, and he's going to have a longer leash. But if you grew frustrated with the mistake Sam, you're potentially going to grow frustrated with the first-round guy. So Sam would be essentially a guy with some experience. He's not... Jacoby Brissett experience, but he's a guy coming in and he's already gone through the understanding what the day-to-day prep is, what NFL life is, and all those types of things. But I don't think many people, if the if the young rookie quarterback comes in here and start making some of the same, not throwing the ball away or throwing the interceptions and all these kinds of things. All right. All right. Now we're gonna start calling him a bus because. He's going to make a lot of the same mistakes that Sam made. Sure. In year year one. But is people ready to deal with that though, Ken? Yourself included. No, I, I that I mean, I, I agree a hundred percent. Um, I think you know, I, I think you put a, a, a poll out on, on Twitter that talked about what was the most important thing that Washington gets right this coming year, whether it was GM, head coach. Or franchise quarterback, or, or getting a, a franchise quarterback. Uh, you know, you identifying the identifying the franchise quarterback. Do you right? mean the results? Uh, I'll let you because I don't want to mess it up. But I thought I, was it was it GM was number one. Is that correct? Yeah. So basically, we had about a thousand votes, and it was a runaway with about seventy-one percent of those thousand votes was that we need to get the GM right. Right. And I don't disagree with that. Um, and, and, but what I found shocking, though, was number three was the quarterback. It was well, it was it was GM, head coach, quarterback. Uh, and, and it's one of those things, I think, that as you put a team together, um, you know, having a quality quarterback. What I, what I would call you know, just say a top five, top seven quarterback, they can make up for 
a lot of holes, right, that you have in your team. But uh, you don't know that you're going to get one, especially if you're – we don't think that Sam Howell is that person right now. I'm not saying he's not going to be a successful quarterback. But right now, we would not say he's a top five, top five, top seven quarterback. Um, and whoever we draft, let's just say we draft one, we know he's not going to be right off the bat. So how are you putting the team together? How are you growing and building this um, this quarterback? Uh, I mean, you, you know, you could have Patrick Mahomes on this team this year, and, th- and this defense wasn't any better. Um you know they, they they were still the number thirty two defense in the league, um, and, and we can talk about that when we when we start talking about the uh, the Cowboys here in a little minute minute and coming up with them. Um, oh, that's wrong. That's the wrong one here. Hold on, I just said talked about the Cowboys. Cowboys. Um, but uh, but anyway, um, I, I, you know the, the GM needs to hire the right coach and and staff right because how you coach a a young quarterback whether it's how whether it's uh uh kid out of north carolina like drake may or caleb williams right um you you coach those people and you have to have whether it's quarterbacks coach offensive coordinator head coach they are different than how you're coaching tom brady you know tom brady in his last five years totally different type of coach totally you know what you need is is, is night and day different um right and and so the gm needs to get the hires right uh get the evaluations right get the you know evaluate the other draft picks besides the quarterback evaluate the free agents and and build this entire team uh up because uh, as we were saying off off the off the air here there's a lot of holes a lot of holes on this team well, let me say this, and then we'll move on to the Cowboys here. Um, these are these are the top quarterbacks that are talked about, and by the closer we get to the draft, these guys are going to move up and down the boards. Right. But you got Drake May, you got Caleb Williams, you got Jane Daniels out of LSU, and then you got the Michael Pennis Jr., the kid that's going to be playing for the national championship, right? Right. The odds of two of those guys becoming franchise quarterbacks extremely slim right right that these guys may go on and be starters they may even be long-term backups in the league one or two of them may not even pan out i mean look at josh rosen right look look at look at the the kid in in new york the jets they they might not even pan out to even be backups when they go back and they look at all these guys that get drafted in the first round, how many go on to be those franchise guys? Just of those four, maybe one will be turn out to be the guy that every team that drafted one of those four hoped the guy to be. It may only be one of them. And we have to be hope that we get the one. So Yeah. And, 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 and I know this is a statistics thing here, but I'm just saying yeah, we yeah, have yeah, to yeah. hope that we get, you know, of the four teams that are going to pick those four guys, we have to hope that we're the team that picked the one that will most likely end up being that long-term franchise guy that kind of holds it down, right? The, you know, the Dak Prescott, the, the, the Justin Herberts, the 
Lamar Jacksons of the world, the Russell Wilsons, you know, Russ in his prime, you know, those type of guys that every year when you went in the season, you had a chance because you had to build around the quarterback, not trying to find your quarterback. Well, we have and, to hope that the GM yeah. gets that gets that right, right? Well, I, I, and I was I, to piggyback on that again. You got to hire the right coach that could get the most out of that player, right? Um, we we we've seen, you know, potentially in in Washington, um, but we've seen on other teams as well where, man, teams don't know how to use their quarterbacks. Right, they either overuse them, they underuse them. They don't have they they bring them in. They don't have any weapons for them. Um, and then you have teams that get it right. You know, there I, I think there was a lot of question marks around Tua, um, and and man, they put a, they put a lot of a lot of tools around him, and, and and not that he's a what I would call a true franchise quarterback, but man, he, they're being successful. He's doing right? good. And ultimately, that's what it comes down to. Get it, you know, you want your quarterback to be successful, and you're putting him in a position to be successful with the tools around. You know, it's it, it's 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 playing chess, right? You you lose pieces as you're playing chess, but you still need to put a strategy together to win. And and that's exactly what football is, right? You you have strengths and weaknesses, and you have to piece it together. To be successful, Washington consistently has not done that, um, and, and that's where I think the GM, like like other a lot of other people uh, think, I think the GM is is where it all starts uh, coming up here. So, but here's but here's the fine line, and I'm going to use Tua as your your example. They built around Tua, and now all of a sudden Tua was in the conversation of MVP. He was, he's having a great year. Sure. But if Tyree Hill goes down, do, can you do you trust Tua to no. will the team? No, no, no. I mean, to, yeah, yeah. I mean, to, to, yeah. To, I'm not saying he is a true franchise quarterback, right? But he is a he fits into that franchise and what they're doing very well. Um, you, you you see that happen in college, but, but that's not the guy I that, want, though. But but right, right. Well. If if I have the right coach and talent evaluators, we can deal with that, right? Because look, I, I think you take Tua out, and I can put some other, not big name, not top five, not top seven quarterbacks in there, and they can still be successful. Um, okay. You know, we, we haven't talked about it, but I think we again we may have talked it off the air, but uh, Christian McCaffrey and Tyreek Hill, they should be. MVP one and two, two and one. Okay. Right. Um, th- those, those guys are, are carrying their teams. They are unstoppable um, on, on their teams with their teams for their teams. And we, we all know it's probably going to go to a quarterback somehow, some way, but man, th- those two guys are, <laughs> I, I want them on my team, you know? Okay. And, 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 right, well- and the coaches are using them correctly. Right, they're getting them open. They're getting them the ball. They're, you know, from from running back. Obviously, you're handing the ball, but you're putting him in position when you have this tool to to make it work. You know, I don't I don't think Washington has done that uh, very well this year um, w- with the talent that we do have. But that's that's 
kind of a, a year in review type of thing on that. Yeah, so yeah, we'll get back to all that. So let's move on to to this week's season finale game for us. Um, it would be week 18 home game against the hated Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Uh, this is a tough one for me, Ken. Um, because most people that know me know that I can't stand the Cowboys, right? I, I, it, I don't hide it. Nope. People say, "Oh, you a hater?" Yeah, you damn right I am. I, yep. I, I don't, I don't apologize for it. Correct. Can't stand them. Can't stand them. I, I'm not, a, I'm not a Cowboy fan. I, they, if, if, if. If I had three wishes and they never win another damn game in the history, might I might be one of the wishes. I, I don't I don't like the organization. I don't like the team. And they are playing this Sunday for a chance to win the division simply because the Eagles lost to Arizona. Right. And the Dallas owns the tiebreaker over Philadelphia. So Dallas controls their destiny, essentially. If they win, they win the division. If they win the division, I think they probably will host the playoff game. Correct. If the Dallas loses and the Eagles win, then the Eagles win the division. But here's the thing. Washington ain't going to win. And that's what hurts, Ken. Because right. I never, ever, ever want to lose to the Dallas Cowboys. But I got to think big picture. I got to continue to think big picture. A win does us no good here. So although I hate to say this, we have to lose this game. But by losing this game, it gives the Cowboys the division. And so here we are with this conundrum. And we're going to lose, no doubt. Because I'm pretty sure Ron is going to play some young guys again. All right. Dallas clearly has something to play for. And I know there's some people that probably say, well, they had something to play for last year. And then we played, we were basically playing Sam Howe, first year starter and all. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I don't think we're going to catch lightning in a bottle twice. I don't think we lose, we win this game this Sunday. And I know I'm already getting to part of our segment here, but this is, this is a tough one for me because again, we're playing the hated Dallas Cowboys, and, and although I want to win, we have to lose this game, and we're going to lose this game. Yeah, the and and I'll just go over some some quick stats. I, it, this is this is nothing that I'm going to lay on you is surprising. Uh, initially, the first two uh, Cowboys are third in scoring, averaging uh, roughly 29 and a half points per game. Uh, that coincides with Washington defense um being still 32nd you know we, we didn't improve last week uh against the 49ers at all um i made a, a stat last week about the 32nd defense versus the 25th the 32nd defense is us the 31st defense the very next defense is the arizona cardinals uh the cardinals have given up 50 less points than us at 31 so the difference between 31 and 32 is 50 points on the season. That's a, that's a lot, right? Yeah. Um, uh, and, and when you look at the Cowboys and how they attack and how they score, uh, Washington has given up more passing touchdowns than anybody else this year in the NFL, 35. Uh, we've had the 30 we, – we, we aren't last. 
We're, we're second to last as far as the fewest amount of interceptions with seven. Only seven interceptions all year long. It, I, that's not, not that we had a ton, but when I saw the number seven, I was like, man, that's all that we had? In, I didn't in, think we had that many. In games. Um, and the other one is that it's a it's a, a crusher when you see it. We are 32nd in the percentage of drives by other teams that end in a score. We are 32nd. Yeah. So in other words, when you when you possess the ball, you have a high percentage chance of scoring against us. And, and, it's that's, getting, that's, and, and, and that's getting close to 50%. Well, right, that's, that's what makes you. The, 40, that makes you the, the thirty-second deep ranked defense. That that's yeah. the kind of stat that would make you rank last in defense and yeah. giving up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Over fifty, over fifty points more than this than the next guy. But 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 again, man. Um, there's a little bit of the division thing. I get that. There's a little bit of the Dallas Cowboys. Although they were eight and zero at home this year, they were. Terrible on, I don't say terrible, but they're not as good on the road. Not only on their win loss record on the road, their scoring right. on the road is a lot less. Correct. And when I say a lot less, I'm talking they're averaging almost 30 points a game at home. I want to say it may be about 20 points a game on the road. Yeah, it's a good touch. Yeah. Right. So here they are on the road playing a division opponent. And although Ron would probably be playing the young guys because that's what he did against the 49ers. Those guys are playing playing their butts off. Right. So it could happen. I'm not going to sit here and say because I won't get my number just yet. But it could happen. And uh, so there's a, there's a chance here things could go a little different. But at the end of the day, I, I still think uh, Dallas comes out on top here. Yeah, the – you know, we've been – we. Uh, obviously last year, uh, Sam Howell, that game, not only beating Dallas, but, you know, gave, gave him a year opportunity a, as a starter here. Um, and then you and I were at a game where not our first string, not our second string, but our third string quarterback in Dallas came away with the win. And, and we were big underdogs in that game. Uh, you that were. was as that's when Monday Colt night. McCoy, yeah, that's when Colt Monday McCoy night. uh uh came in and, and, and pulled out a win. Um but with that being said, Reg, let's just go ahead and get to it. You ready? Go for it. The favorite segment. The last time of the year. <laughs> and yeah, last uh, season season finale, isn't it? It is the season finale of What's your name? What's your number? Where we go along and and give our confidence level that Washington can come out with a win. It's not whether we're gonna, I guess it's whether we're going to win or lose. We, we don't give a score. We just give our confidence on Reg. Well, whether we think how we'll how do you think we will do uh, from a scale of one to ten? Ten being a win, one being not so much. Uh, Reggie, this week. What is your number? You already gave us an indication of, of, of how you're feeling, you know, the, the way the winds are blowing for you. Uh, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Well, 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 last week I gave zero against the 49ers. Um, this, today, the number will be a little higher, um, but not much. I'm going to give it a two. Okay. And I'm giving it a two simply because some of the things I've already talked about. 
Dallas, again, is not very good on the road. Um, although we will be playing young, young guys, those guys will be playing as if their life depend on it because they will be getting an opportunity to play. So they're going to play hard. They're going to tackle. You know, CeeDee Lamb's going to be running a route out here thinking, you know, all oh, these guys are very good, and that young guy is going to come with them pop the you-know-what out of him, right? I mean, these guys yeah. are going to come to play. Right. Um, it's a division opponent, and the thing that gets me while I'm giving it to is because it's like anything can happen, right? Just like last year. Right, Any, right. Anything could happen. If we plan somebody else, I'd be like, not, not a chance. But for some reason, man, anything can happen. So just giving it a two, again, just simply because I know Dallas is coming in with, a, with something to prove. I know the stadium will be run over by it on the TV. It's going to sound like a Dallas home game. Sure. Um, a lot of fans have checked out. I get it. Um, but just simply being that a little bit of slight confidence is they're not a good road team. Washington will come to play. I have no doubt. Ron, the team hasn't given up on run and the young guys are going to come to play. And this is a division game that somehow sometimes a wacky things seem to happen. So I'm going to give it a two. Yeah, I, I agree. I think um, you know, we talked about you know last year's game. We talked about you know, when Colt McCoy. Uh, it, it's been flipped around, right? Washington has had some good teams, and Dallas has come in and surprised us, right? It's gone both ways, um, and and with that, and and for that reason, um, I think last week I gave it not just a zero but a negative zero. Um, this week. I'm giving it a three, um, and and it's just for that reason. I think I don't think it's likely that that we come out with a win. I think if I'm if I'm the coach of the Cowboys all week, I'm reminding him reminding them what Washington did last year, right? This this is not not only is this for the, for the uh, NFC East championship, but you know, we, we're, we're going to put it on them because they, they did it to us last year. They caught us last year. They're not catching us this year. Uh, this, this is a priming game for us to go into the playoffs. Um, so I, I don't see Washington sneaking up on them this year. But because, because it happens more often than you're not, that it's actually a close game at least, um, I'm giving it a three. And... Uh, but at the end of the day, Washington's going to. Yeah. Uh, and let's not forget, Washington. you know, to your point, you know, reminding them about what happened last year. Um, and I don't necessarily subscribe to if I beat you and you beat them, therefore I could beat them kind of thing. Right, but right. You can't ignore what Washington did last last week. And there's also the part about, you know, the Cowboys got waxed by the 49ers. Right. And we actually we actually played the 49ers tough in the first half right so if nothing else that should tell mike mccarthy and the cowboys although they're not good record wise the team hasn't given up over there right so right. they're gonna they're gonna suit up and come to play so you better show up and be ready to play right and uh but the fact again to your point the reason why i give it a two is because just wacky things seem to happen man and so there there's a chance but i do i'm with you i don't think washington pulls out the w but i think anything can happen man yeah i don't, I don't think washington is going to sneak up on them uh this time i think last year was 
was a good time was the right timing and you know let's be honest it, it was great play at least in that one game for for sam howell uh yeah. and and the team so um uh, they did have film on him uh they did they didn't prep against him and he, he, he used that to his advantage to to walk away with the win um so you know after this game we're going to be here all season long all off season um you know well next week we'll probably talk about uh this game briefly but we'll start talking about more of all the anticipated changes right everybody anticipates um monday tuesday of next week um of coaches and staff uh, within the Washington organization to be relieved of their duties. Um, I don't know how long it'll take, but you know, my guess is by Tuesday, uh, Ron and crew will be gone. Um, I think the GM's uh, scouting, I, I think there's going to be a, just, just a wash and, and a clean slate. I think it's healthy for the, for the team. It's healthy for the fans. Um, and Nobody mentions his name, but uh, that that very well may include Doug Williams, um, and you know it, it may go on the other side of the ball and include Jason Wright as well. Time will tell. Uh, we definitely haven't seen Doug Williams pretty much at all this season at all in any capacity. Um, Reggie's shaking his head no that he doesn't think it'll happen. Uh, that people just want to latch on to him because he's a former former player, but. If, if you're not producing, I, I have, I, let me just go on the record and say, I like the idea of having former Redskins commanders tied to the team. It makes us feel good. I don't care. I want to win. I want talent here. They can help us win. Uh, none of these coaches, none of these GMs, none of these front office people have have done it for us up to this point it's been failure on the field and off the field so at the end of the day i only want that you know come monday tuesday outside of ownership um i want everybody gone parking attendants we're gonna have new parking attendants next year as well um concessions you're gone uh everybody can't 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 have everybody fired by Tuesday. everybody all right so Listen, I, I don't necessarily agree that uh, there I don't disagree that there would not be wholesale changes here. Um, and I do think it's going to be top to bottom. I was shaking my head specifically about Doug Williams. Right. Doug Williams, his title may change, his role may change, but I think he sticks around in, in a different capacity. Um. Uh, because of nothing else, he's a link to the past. He's won Super Bowls. He's so I think he'll just be in a different capacity, not necessarily as a decision maker. Um, and specifically, Jason Wright. I think Jason Wright has been able to get into some places and make some connections with some people that I think will allow and help. Jason will be more on the business side. You may see less of him. But I don't think they're going to move on from. I think he'll be he'll be very vital to not only the new stadium thing, but also just other things that they're doing around the team. And so, I, I think he'll be around. I don't think he'll go anywhere either. But uh, but from a coaching staff, I meaning the GM, the 
uh, head coach and all of the coaches that are with the product on the field, I think they're all going to be gone. Ken says Tuesday. I guess that I don't means know if all... be Tuesday. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, yeah, I, I think from GM down, it'll all be gone. Um, you know, I guess uh, if Jason Wright is here, I guess the next time we we honor somebody, it'll be it'll be messed up like we have with Sean Taylor, London Fletcher. Uh, I, I can go down the list of, of all the mess this is up. Not, this is not about Jason him. Wright. Um, it's it, it is Wright, all. Is it all under Jason Wright? It's it's that side. No, no. no. I'm not saying it's not on his watch. I'm saying this is not about Jason Wright. Just because right. you think he'll be fired, I'm saying I don't think he'll be fired. That's all. We're right, not right. going to get into uh, defending or bashing Jason Wright. Not, but but, but, you, but start he, he, you start going down a, his resume. He, he has a track record of failures. As, as, and that's fine. And he's probably had successes, but he's, he's had a think, track record of failures that that uh, the new ownership will be able to look at. Why are we talking way. about Jason Wright? You brought him up. Just say that he's gonna be fired. I'm just simply saying I don't think he'll be fired. That's it. Look, we don't have to read his resume. I don't care. All right, look, when, when we went to game one, we'll, when we we'll went to game one, Tuesday. and that and that parking attendant didn't want to let us park in the red section, uh, we 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 worked our way around it without. Uh, I'm not gonna pull back the curtains too much, but we worked our way around it. Um, he should be <laughs> gone. He should be gone. You know, he 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 messed up oh, and, and let us in. Some well, he didn't let us in, but we got in, and uh, you know, he, he you should know be what? gone. He should be gone too. You know what, man? You talk too much. Get off. The, get off this thing. Let's let's <laughs> let's put let's put this to bed before you tell before you tell on us, man. Hey, man, we <laughs> we worked our magic, you know. Hey, we're there for the we're there for the tailgate. You know what can I say? What can you say? You, you talk too much, man. Get, well, that, that's a, that's an off the air story. That's an off the air story. Um, but uh, when when you see us at the bar, we can we can share with that. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll look over at Reggie and I'll I'll look for the thumbs up or thumbs down on whether we can share that story. But uh, I'll, I'll be out for we'll, we'll put that in our book. We'll put that in our book that'll be coming out in in a couple of years. We're we're talking to some publishers right now. So we'll have to see. Put a fork in us, man. We're done. <laughs> How about Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> knuckleheads all around. We appreciate you listening to us as always. And uh, until next time, peace out, knuckleheads. Peace out, y'all. We'll be searching for a head coat next time because we're not going to have one. And front office of president.